0: Welcome to Living Inside the Hive, everyone. We are so excited to be here with all of you, and we know you have many podcast selections when it comes to choosing where to spend your time. So thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. As a reminder, before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Just search Living Inside the Hive on any podcast streaming platform and you will find us i'm g as in the letter g one of your
1: hosts here with your co-hosts vera and jean hey, hey everybody cheers and here's a cheers to my friends to 2020 and uh, about 120 or so days till it's over
0: Woo! <laughs> That's Ready for twenty twenty one? That's right, Gene. That's right. I already um, have like six
2: like vacations for twenty twenty one, right? I you do. know what? That needs to be
0: an episode. I, I have six more in twenty twenty. Yeah, and like two
2: marriages scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it's gonna be. And babies. Scheduled. Don't forget babies. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> babies and babies. Remember you announced you were prego on one of our podcasts. I did. Podcasts, <laughs> yeah. Social distancing. Although you, did say, <laughs> you, you did, did say it was a joke. You did say it was a joke. But you know. So. So. You know, self fulfilling prophecy is what I say. Mm-hmm. All right, listeners, in today's episode, we're on episode 15. Can you guys believe that? Wow. It's like you yes, thank you so much, <laughs> listeners. Thank you so much. We are here because of you. Absolutely. We have a great segment for the Bumble Diaries, and we also have Deal Breaker or Red Flag up for discussion later in the show. But before we get to all that, as you know, we always start with our first topic of the day celebrity couples. It gets you a girl. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we will turn it over to Vera now, so that she's going to tell us who this week's celebrity couple is. Alright guys, this week's celebrity couple is Tom
2: Selleck and his second wife, Jillie Mack. Oh,
1: oh, Alright,
2: yes. Interesting. So, wait, first of all,
0: I didn't even know Tom Selleck was married.
2: He is married. I know, I didn't know either. And so I was just kind of doing my research and yeah. I have another couple in mind. And then I saw him. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I read into um, what's been kind of keeping his marriage going, and I really liked it. So Tom Selleck and his wife have been married for over 30 years. Wow! Right. So what's kept this successful marriage going? One thing that um, Tom Selleck says is that family has always come first for him. Okay. So he chew he. Cho- Chose to put his family before his career. So if y'all don't know Tom Selleck, he was in Magnum PI, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he actually quit that show and put a pause to start his family. Okay, I did not know that because I thought I was was reading it. So in 2012, he told it. He told um, People Magazine in 2012 that he chose to stop. Him and his wife stopped. Cause they wanted to focus on the family okay? wow that's one of them so you know i um i don't know how you all feel but i know there's people out there you know very found fam- you know very career driven you know they're out there they're chasing their dreams and the back end maybe sometimes they keep their family in the you know in the back burner chasing the career chasing the dreams yeah and not pausing for a bit and remembering that they still have a family back there mm-hmm. so for him he chose to put his
0: family first before his career
2: okay
0: but, you know I, I i i did not know that and i feel like with social media today you know things faster mm-hmm. when you said in an interview in 2012 he said that but we didn't know back then right that, No. i just <laughs> thought
1: the show ended like that's the show ended too yeah i used to watch it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i
0: did too so Amazing yeah. that they he actually made that a conscious yeah. decision. A, isn't he the one in the bathroom at um, yes, at that bar? Dang. Uh, Paramore Bar Paramore Bar, he's on the wall. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't even know if he knows that. Tom Selleck, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're ever in San Antonio, Texas, you need to go to the Paramore Bar into the ladies' room. Look to your left, baby, because yes. there you are in
1: full yes. bread. It's that Mom. one,
0: uh, what's it? I don't know what People magazine yeah and he doesn't clean. have anything on right nope. uh-huh
2: yeah oh you know, yes, sorry
0: yes. <laughs> cheers for that ladies cheers yes for that.
1: cheers yeah. so it's a full movie <laughs> yes
2: yeah, so you know this interview in 2012 he told them and I, apparently nobody knew because let me let me step back for a bit he's very um private they even had a private Ceremony, oh, like people didn't know that they were going to get married and stuff like that. He wanted to keep very private, so he he didn't reveal this until 2012. He told him, Look, I did, I took a different turn, you know, I quit the Magnum to have a family. Like he knew that he couldn't have a family and then continue to work at the same time, okay? Because he wanted for him his choice was he wanted to be there present for a family while he built that up, okay? Another thing that he's talked about on, um, it, it. it's called Tom's marriage tips. Oh, it is wow. Wait, is says, this a column
0: or what is this?
2: No, this is um, People magazine was it was an interview that he had put in. Oh. So they kind of just said like how has your marriage been going, you know? I like this. Like, Tom's marriage tips. Tom's okay. marriage tips. He puts I mean, he says that to have a healthy relationship, you don't just have to be in love with someone, you also have to like them. Ooh. There's a difference
0: hmm Gene has always said that. If you listen to previous podcasts, you mm-hmm. always say that, don't you? Yes. I always say
2: that. Yeah. Another thing that um, he had brought up that it really hit that I don't think we've you know, we I try to pick like different celebrity relationships that give different pointers and Tom Selleck oh. says that he makes that time together is very valuable. That they him and his wife will at least have one meal together daily. Nice. Their life is busy and all, but they make it a point, no matter how busy it is, to at least have one
0: meal together daily. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. When you have a meal together, it's time to connect, yep. talk, mm-hmm. with no distractions. Right. And that means phones down, everything, no interruptions. I do. I believe in the meal, not only with your significant other, with your family, whoever it may be. I, that's a good one. What else does he have going on there? I'm so, really, I'm curious on this. Yes. Just, you know. To summarize it, I'm going to
2: summarize it based on his quote. You know, to summarize his thoughts, he says, it's important to nurture your marriage. I think wanting time away from work has been good
1: for that. Hmm. So, you know, I wonder, I mean and I mean you said that they got married in nineteen ninety three and then he left Magnum P. I but that was at a time when we didn't have all the social media that we have now. Because I do think that always comes into play when I hear when we you talk about these couples, you know, I'm always like super interested, like, has social media come into play for them? Obviously not. Because I mean you know, I mean I know like for myself and for many other people that I know, social media was kinda of the 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 first friggin' devastation or hit to to. To marriages, to relationships, because you know everybody's like, "Ooh, look at her! Ooh, look at him! The grass could be greener on their side." So, for all of your relationship cu- um, couples that you've talked about, mm-hmm. they've been married 20 plus years. Yeah, social media was Social around. media wasn't around back then, right? You know, so I always I, I wonder, you know, if that would have occurred or gone the same way if that if it would have been now. You are
0: know right. right. Yeah, I don't. Know. That's a good point. Like, uh, I have friends that are hmm. in law enforcement and private investigators, and one thing they said is, for a while, and it may still be today, I don't know, I haven't talked to them about this in a while, that in divorce court and things like that, the number one thing that they brought up was cheating in social media. Mm-hmm. And you're right, these mm-hmm. couples have were here before social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: yeah, so, I
2: don't know. I mean, I've, I've met other people who will actually take a break from social media to focus on their marriage to focus on their children and things like that, so you're right, that is a huge distraction. Um, But this Hollywood couple, you know, he has been very private, again, going back to what I said earlier, is that they didn't know that he was getting married. He made sure it was private, right? and he's done things, you know, privately, which today's world, everything's public. Like, you feel like you have to post this picture Mm -hmm. of this happy marriage, you know, Why? But who knows, right? Each to their own, whatever
0: all right listeners now we're moving on to today's dating relationship topic and today the queen bees will be chatting about relationship memes and posts and how we feel about them mm-hmm. and you know what this always comes about because every week we do research for our listeners. And sometimes we just kind of run into these memes and post it. We're like, wow, look at these folks out there posting things that we should probably be talking about because they are things that really, you know, speak to us. Though they might speak to you. So we're going to talk about them. All right. So the very first one that I'm going to read is this was, you know, how it is on social media, people post and repost and repost and so on. So what I can tell here, the original poster of this was, uh, at the real Dre Poppy, and the what, they, the what, it again? at the real Dre with them sass. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I saying it too? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm trying to look okay. it at the same time. Right. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> <At> uh huh. <laughs> the real Dre D R E Poppy. So I don't know if it's Twitter it's or where or whatever. Yeah, Bobby. yeah, you're not saying it. Well, I, <laughs> hey, hey. I thought meant way. That's right. So they posted. You ready? Yes. My exes didn't, quote, miss out, end quote, on anything. We just weren't meant to be. Folks got to stop being weird and acting like they're the best option on earth for someone. But then here's here's what mm. caught my attention. If someone then posted back to them, and, and this is Joel, J-O hyphen E-L in parentheses, Leon, wrote, No, they won't find someone, quote, better than you, end quote. they will will find someone better for them than you. And so will you, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say why this resonated with me is because when we're dating, whether you're male or female, we gotta realize that we're not meant for everybody, and not everyone's meant for I us. We're not time. everybody's
1: cup of tea. I there agree. you
0: go. I said peach, but you don't like it. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so when we're out there dating, whether it's on the apps or your old school dating, you know, we've talked about that in previous podcasts. It's okay that you know you like someone, you think they're a great person, because there's a lot of great people out there. There are, and a lot of great people. There are, and I really like that about humans and human connection. Is we get to meet people and we get to really like talk to them and you know kind of get to know them for their experiences but they could just be a friend or they could Mm -hmm. just be a great experience you had at that time whether it's a conversational experience or a you know great coffee date experience but they don't have to be the person that we date and i think we all need to be all very comfortable i really like what joelle parentheses J-O hyphen E-L Leon said, it's like, that's okay. And we, and dating, don't you think we need to be okay with that? Yeah. And I will say, I, I agree with what you said, uh, G,
2: G as in the letter G. <laughs> okay. No, I agree because whenever I go on a meet and greet or it turns into a date, you know, they'll ask me, you know, why are you single? How do you mm-hmm. go with the last person? I always say, listen, I've gone on some really great dates, I've mm-hmm. met some really great men, mm-hmm. but the vibe is not there, or maybe we're in different parts in our life, or maybe your interests don't match mine, whatever it be, that doesn't take away that that male is That's a great right. person, That's and that I right. am not a great person. We are both great people, we're not for each other,
1: and we move on, and, and it I could don't want to be not the grit, not not for each other, but not the right time. Not the True. right time. I'm all about timing. You're right. I am I am, too. I am all about timing. timing. You're right about mm-hmm. that. I agree.
2: Oh, that's a that's good. You know what? That's I'm gonna write that episode. down for me. episode. <laughs> because all I about really huge. like it. Like timing. that's a big one. All on the timing. Yeah. That's huge. But you know, and I always wish them the best. And I also don't want to take up time if there is somebody else out there. Why am I gonna continue to string yes. it around? You know what I mean? Like no. So I my response when a a gentleman asked me, hey, you know, how did I go with the last one? I always say, you know, most times it went great. It's just that, well, what happened? It was just that, you know, it wasn't the right timing like you said, Jean.
1: Or we just, it wasn't it. Like you People just- always tell me, and I know that I've heard this many times, guys will be like, and I an will ask that, and they'll be like, it just kind of fizzled out. But it didn't just fizzle out. You allowed it to fizzle out because you really were not into that person. Right. If you were really into that person, you would not let it fizzle out. No right yeah that's true so when they tell me like oh i really liked her and we went out for a couple of you know months but then it just fizzled out no it didn't just fizzle out you found something that you didn't like mm-hmm. at some point you know and that could be the said about me and about you and about right. all of us
2: right you know
1: and that's okay you know that doesn't make make me a bad person or you're right. a bad person it just means not the right time not the right you know characteristics that we're looking for at that specific right. you know um
2: I agree. And so one thing that I I did take away from being new to dating was when I used to leave before dates and they didn't work out, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Kind of deal. Mm. But now moving forward, when it doesn't work out, I say there is nothing wrong with me. I just wasn't for that person. Exactly. I'm still who I am. Yeah. I just wasn't for him. And that's okay because there's somewhere out, somebody out there that I'm for them exactly yes because then people think
1: or sometimes I, I mean i don't do it anymore but i used to walk away like what's wrong with me right like why why can't i make that work why didn't mm-hmm. i make that work but it's not that anything wrong with me or with that person no. it was just not the right right you know specific yeah. situation for that time
2: it is not you you know it is and it's not them either it's just that you're not for them and they're not for you and We're it's not. okay but i think girls i think to women on. do it right. more than
1: men do i think we walk away thinking a little bit more analytically than the guys are like oh well if it you know, didn't work, oh well, but girls, I think, well, I don't know, from from what I know from my guy friends, you know, they're, you know, oh well, it didn't work out, next, where girls are like, well, why didn't it, what did I do, did I do something, what can I, you know, but we need to stop that, too, because it just was not the right time, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Or the right person. Or the right or the person, right, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right, and that's okay, because I feel like we should all... Hope that everyone finds the right person Mm -hmm, for me. Right. Absolutely. And so that's a beautiful thing. And not just settles. Yeah. So if it's not, if you know, and we know, if that's not the right person for me, even if they're nice.
1: Everybody's nice.
0: Yeah. Even if they're nice. Even if they have a quality. we like, But deep down inside, you know, that's not the person for me. We really need to say, you know what? This is Mm -hmm. okay. And Mm -hmm. I, I really like what Joelle Leon said, that They don't find someone necessarily better than you. It's just they find someone better for them. Right. And just like you'll find somebody better for you, and that's okay. All right, guys, that's all great discussion. I mean, I will say that this is why I feel like when we bring in everyone's memes and posts, you know, people are posting it because it relates to them. And just like when we read it, it relates to us, Mm -hmm. right? So this next one I want to read is from Mario M. Gonzalez. He's actually one of my connections on one of my social media platforms. And he says, if there's one thing women hate to hear, it's the term a guy says. It is what it is. Mm. I know this. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I know this because I have said that before a long time ago. And, you know, when I was caught red-handed in something Mm. or something I did real stupid and I commented, it is what it is. And yes, women do hate that. All right, so let's talk about that. Do we hate when they say it is what it is? So I will say that, you know, I've said it a few times. I say it a lot. Yeah, but not when I'm caught red-handed. I mean, that's his experience. But let's just talk about the phrase, it is what it is. Okay. I do say it and, you know, it is what it is. Right? But I don't know necessarily. I think it would bother me depending on the context. Because yeah. he, pre- he did say when he's caught red-handed, he has said it. The red-handed
1: has, takes on a different meaning right there.
0: Yes. Yes. And then, oh, here's another part of it. He says, this is not an excuse. It is a cop-out for men. It's like saying, I take no responsibility as a man for my stupidity. I forgot that part. That's one of the biggest parts of this post. So thank you, Mario M. Gonzalez. I will say that's why I read the first half and we were all deciding or at least we were talking about that it is you know one of those depending on the context but he's right he says if it is when you're caught red-handed it's an excuse it's a cop-out I take no responsibility
1: as a man for my stupidity so what do you guys think I say it is what it is a lot um I don't I don't think I've ever been caught like like red-handed I guess in that type of context Mm -hmm. but for me it's like when I like going back to the topic we were talking about earlier, it's like I got with somebody and I'm like, I give them, you know, a meet and greet, date mm-hmm. one, date two, and I'm like, yeah, I just can't get into it. You know, it is what it is. There you go. And there's That's, nothing yeah. more. There's not going to be anything more here. I'm not going to continue to date you because there, there's just nothing else. There's this is done. Yep. You know. And so then it is what it wow. is. So that it's is not it. like being caught red-handed. It's not that I'm doing something wrong because I am dating. And again, if somebody is not telling me we're exclusive, I can continue to date five guys if I want to. That's exactly right. And that is what it is. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You know, so yeah, I agree. But the red-handed thing that he put in there, that would change the
0: context. That would change the context.
1: Yeah, so that one, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
2: so for me, whenever I use it is what it is, for me, that's because I have so much more to say. (laughs) (laughs) I do but I hold myself back and I say it is what it is
0: like like in other
2: words like I have so much to say however whatever I'm gonna say really truly means like it's all like for me and not for you yeah it doesn't matter so it doesn't matter so it is what it is but deep inside I have a million more like like, all these things I want to say but that's that's my closure. that's for me that's my closure. It is what it is. Again, not really saying like the red-handed thing. Right. Um, but just overall when something doesn't work out or he may, what happened? Oh, maybe
0: he did something wrong, whatever it be. I'm like, it is what it is. That's a good point. But you know what? It is all about the context if you think mm-hmm. about it. That's what he was kind of implying. He was talking about it in a certain context and we're talking about another context. So. But
1: sometimes I say it because I don't want, when somebody asks me about, hey, what happened to so-and-so? And I'm like, oh, it just didn't work out. It is what it is. Because I don't feel, I'm, I don't feel the need to talk bad about that person right. or to say like the 25 things I found wrong with them and that they probably found wrong with me. And it's like, just leave it as it is. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. it. There's nothing, there's nothing else, you know? So I don't know about the red-handed, but I would like to know what, <laughs> I would like to know what he <laughs> got. Hey, Mario, you?
0: you need to be on this show. <laughs> I know. Hey, Tia, you yeah. need to you know message us and by the way if you're on the anchor app if you go to the lower right hand corner there is a message button then you can press and send us a voicemail and we might play it on the show so mario m gonzalez we're reaching out to you right now oh, to be on our podcast great. so that was great <laughs> yes love it great <laughs> conversations everyone cheers, to that. Out, cheers that, ladies. to that out, ladies <laughs> the queen bees. i always learn Ooh. something new every time i talk to y'all me too I'll <laughs> Alright listeners, now we've come to the part of the show we like to call the Bumble Diaries where your host Jean provides you with her personal experiences and stories from the dating app world.
1: So today, boys and girls, (laughs) I'm actually going to pull out an entry from one of my actual Bumble, well, diaries in general. And if you have not heard before, I have actually kept a diary of some sort since about second, third grade. So today, I actually pulled a page from, I guess, one of the first, no, literally, um, one of the first. One of the first times that I was actually, or I thought I was was actually in love after my divorce. Okay. But again, we go back to timing was off. I was not in the right place. Mm -hmm. He was probably in a good place, but Mm -hmm. I was not in the right place. So I'm going to go back to um, eight months after my divorce is when I met this gentleman. And um, I literally had like um, several, well several months of, um, you know, diary entries about him because I really thought in my mind that this was going to be it. So anyways, so the guy was my age and, um, we met at a local bar and, um, he actually came up to, um, to me and asked me to dance back before COVID, obviously, um, (laughs) um, Finding Friday was there. Woo. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but we had a really good time. And I think that it was just, like I said, one of those times when I was like, divorce had just occurred eight eight months ago and um, I met somebody, he was attractive, he was really like all about me or it seemed. And so we kind of, you know, we hit it off that evening, he then proceeded to call me with a lot of, you know, a lot of dates and et cetera, et cetera. This was even before I even attempted online dating, you know, and... It was just a really fun time for me. Um, at the end of the day, um, it got it got to the point where I think we were both looking for separate and totally different things, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so all of my journal entries that I look at were, I, I hate to say it, everybody, because I'm not like that, but it, it seemed like I was writing entries that I was a little bit needy. Mm-hmm. You okay. know? I, like, really needed him to call me more to 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 be with me more and he just wasn't about it you know he was just he had been alone for so long that he just didn't he wasn't in the same place as i was so yeah at the end of the day um i did stop that after a while because it just wasn't the right time but um wherever he is right now i hope that he's happy and that he found his person um but yeah that was that was like a good like freaking um six months to eight months of, uh, of journal entries that this man took up because I literally was writing like some crazy stuff about waiting for him to call me, to text me. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it was the first time that somebody else had paid attention to me other after than my,
2: divorce. After yeah, my husband so-
1: who had been with since like 18 years. And I was like, I just wanted him to, to be all about me. And And you're probably still in the
2: healing process during that time. So just trying to kind of fill in where you
0: were hurting. And I was trying to like,
1: you know, like totally like make him like come in and be like a total part of my life. And he was like, hey, calm down, you know, so it was just wrong timing.
0: And it is all about timing. And I think uh, there's a lot of people today right now that are probably, um, you know, feeling that same way. And that's okay. One of the things that I feel is that with every experience, it's an opportunity to grow. So you should, you know, take every experience and then look back at it. If you can look back at it and say, what did I learn from it? Not only learn from it, what did you get from it? There's probably things
1: you got from it, right? But that's, again, but that's why I've always been a diary person because I always like to, and I literally, I did it last night. I like went and opened like my um, my diary, my journal entries from like 2015. And I was just like kind of looking at what I wrote, you know, and and what was happening at that time mm-hmm. and I just like to see well on you know this day you know five years ago four years ago what was I doing what was I what was I thinking and I like to do that you know just as just that's always been my thing so it's interesting to see like from the year that I was divorced and the year it started to kind of I knew I was getting divorced just to see the years that have passed at the same moment in time you know September 2020 to September 2017 to September you know you can kind of see the growth or not the growth that has occurred you know so that's always very interesting. Yeah
0: yeah you know what I should start journaling now and I haven't been a big journaler. I journaled a little bit in college a little bit in my adult life, but very little. I'm gonna go back and see if I can find those, and maybe we'll read them on Inside the Hive. What do you think, Living on Inside, living inside yes. the Hive, we'll read them here, what yes. do you think? I'm, I'm in, I, think that's a great idea. I have I mean, nothing I to hide. To. I might start journaling again.
2: Yeah, I used to journal too, and then my sister got into my journal, and
1: then I smacked her with it, who
2: knows where the journal <laughs> wins, but I need to go back to it. Well, but you, I
1: will tell anybody who's out there who like wants to start, I even do it because I have three teenagers. Um, so even like on um, you know like if I go somewhere like even if it's with you guys yeah you know for me I'm like oh on this day last year I was with with you know G at this time and we were here I just like to look at that stuff and I'm, I'll even write like random stuff that you probably don't even remember but I can remind you exactly we were at we were watching Friday and Friday and I met so and so and you know and like and, that, and X you know and and G was with so and so and. So I do write those notes down because I can't go back to look and remember what I was doing with you, with her, with yeah. any, with any of my friends. So I, I like that just for that. It's not just it be a drawn out journal, just a little, little a little tidbit of what yeah. you were doing like that day.
0: I like that. I like that. It's kind of like you know social media memories, right? Yes, yeah, but just for myself. <laughs> just for
1: myself. I don't have to put it on Facebook or Instagram. That's right. It didn't happen. Right. That's I, that's happen right. I promise. <laughs>
0: all right listeners we are now at the part of our show we like to call deal breaker or red flag hey so vera and Jean haven't heard these so i'm gonna i'm gonna read one and then i'm gonna talk about what it says uh for our research and then we will discuss what do you guys think Good. Okay, let's do what it. What do my fellow queen bees think? I'm right. in. I'm in. All I'm right. in. I'm three glasses of wine in. I'm totally in. <laughs> I know. All right, all right, the the Truth right. come out. Get That's the right. So Cosmopolitan.com actually put out some red flags that you should be careful of.
1: Oh god, I probably didn't like do all these
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you're out dating. Okay. So I found these interesting. There's a ton of them. I think they had like over 20. So we're gonna cover a couple today and we'll continue covering these. But one of them that they said was, ready? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you what they think is a red flag and why, and then let's discuss. Okay. Now remember, they think these are red flags, but we can decide if they're a red flag or a deal breaker. All right. Okay, all right. Ready? Tries to take a selfie the first time they see you. Okay, so it says, confidence and friendliness is attractive, but if your date is acting too familiar with your roommate who answered the door, or with you, and wants or wants to talk to your mom, or is immediately adding you to social networks, and wanting to take a picture with you in a selfie, then you might be facing a glaring red flag around their ability to understand social norms and boundaries, especially if this is the first time they're meeting you. So what do you guys think? Red flag or deal breaker? Now you guys remember we talked about what is a red flag and what is a deal breaker down in Ep 10, right? Back in episode mm-hmm. 10. So. So I I will go first, if you guys don't mind. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So I I think it's a red flag. You know, I I will watch out for it and monitor it. But I don't think it's a deal breaker at this point. Now, because I have control still, right? I have control Mm -hmm. to say, no, you're not going to add me to your social media. Because, you know, we've all talked about this. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard our previous episodes, we have boundaries on when you become our social media friend and so forth. So for me, it's a red flag. So Vera? It is a red flag for me too, um,
2: piggyback to what you said, you still have control. Mm-hmm. So if someone says, oh, I want to add to you, and I say no, it's good, and they understand, it's just a red flag for me. If they're, you know, I um, mean, like, you have to, you know, come on, come on, let's just do it. And I'm like, no, they're already trying to cross my boundary, and they don't have that respect for my boundary. At that point, they don't be a deal breaker.
0: Good point, yes. At that yes. point, be a deal
2: breaker. They keep pushing it. But if they're okay and be like, ah, oh, okay, and they just keep going move, moving forward, just a red flag. Red flag just to keep alert, stay on top of mm-hmm. it, what it is, why did you want to add me so quick, mm-hmm. and move on.
1: Right. I think I'm in Jane. agreement with the red flag um, because I'm still in control of it mm-hmm. and I usually shut that down real fast yeah. because I don't like when I'm um, on a meeting rate and somebody's already trying to add me to their Facebook when I just specifically said, I will not add you to my Facebook. My Facebook is for my family, my high school and my college good friends. That is what it is. I don't put anybody on there other than them because I don't want them to see my kids, et cetera, et cetera. So I do shut that down fast. Um, I did have a guy, and I think we all um, we all met him. Um, and I think on the first evening, he wanted to take, like, 25 selfies with me. And I'm like, no, we, we're not taking any pictures. This is a meet-and-greet. What, what, what are we doing with a picture, you know? And so that kind of weirded me up, but I shut that down yeah. real fast, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a red flag. Because we're still in control. But yes, you're right. Did they respect it? Yes. If if, if, if it continues, then yes, deal breaker. But as long as I can control it and it's like, no, I already said no. And no means still no. Like I did a few minutes ago. Yeah. We're done here. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Deal breaker or red flag. So um, this is an interesting one. This is when you go out on a date and they don't, you know, they don't tell you that they have any problems with alcohol or liquor or anything like that. And so you decide to meet, like for a meet and greet at a bar, and he orders water. If your date orders water and does not tell you that he is a recovering alcoholic or whatever, he probably isn't interested or willing to give you a chance. Ordering water says, I am planning to get out of here quickly, so quickly that I won't even need to pay a check. Move on from this person, is what it says online. Deal breaker. All right. So Jean- I'm sorry. I I
1: have to chime in first because this happened to me and it never happened to me. And I had thought I met, well, he was, I'm sure he's an amazing person, but he invited me out for a meet and greet to a bar.
0: Then why are you inviting
1: me to a bar? And he did not say that he was a recovering alcoholic. So I, we get to the bar. I'm like having a long day at work. So I'm like, yeah, bring me a big, huge margarita he's like oh I'm gonna have some sweet tea and I'm like this Thursday are you serious and he was like oh yeah I'll just have a, a, a sweet tea and I'm like okay and then so then the drinks come and then he flips his coin on the table and that's awesome I'm so I was super proud of him that's amazing but you know it made me feel uncomfortable like that's something you should have shared with me prior to that you know because I have, you know, family members who are are recovering alcoholics, et cetera, et cetera. And that's amazing. But don't put me in that situation where now I'm like drinking this big old, like, fishbowl margarita, and you're drinking a sweet tea or a water. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was a deal breaker. Uh Because that was kind of lying.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: I don't like lying.
2: There. So for me, I have not put myself in, I mean, I haven't been in that situation yet, but I will say on the day naps, I appreciate the gentleman who will put um, no to alcohol and they put I don't drink however I'm okay with you know you drinking and going out for a drink I don't know if it's a recovering alcohol I don't know but I do appreciate it at that point it's my choice to Mm -hmm. decide whether I want to go on that date or not now I've been with a gentleman who did not drink and maybe on you know, New Year's Eve, he had a drink of yeah. champagne. With me. And that was okay with me, actually. Yeah, I had it as a new driver. But anyways. Yes. Um, yes. You know, no, but it was okay. It met, it wasn't bad for me. Um, so if I met somebody and he said, I don't drink, you know, I'm drinking water. It's not even a red flag for me or a deal breaker, actually, for me. It's just like, okay, let's continue to move forward. And at that point, I'll decide whether I'm okay with moving forward with this date. I don't think it's a... Like, oh, my God, red flag, I don't know if I should move on with him, or deal breaker, or I can't. For me, it's like, well, let's continue to see if I like this, because I've actually been with somebody who didn't drink, and they were pretty good. I mean, yeah. we broke up for a different reason. It had nothing to do with that. It was something else. But for me, it's I'm open to it. It's either it's none of those
0: for me. Okay. I, I think uh, it's, it's a difference between whether they tell you up front Mm-hmm. Yes, like you That's said on the profile, is. they say they don't drink. Cause I have seen when I'm online that they say I'm not a drinker, and then it's up to me whether mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a date with them or not. Cause I do enjoy having a nice cocktail, especially at nice bars. Um, but I'm okay if they don't drink. But they they'd have to tell me like I think uh, if they wait till that day yeah, and then they're like uh, no I'm just gonna have water and I'm like well don't you drink well yeah I drink but I'm just gonna have water or they say like you had gene your experience they pull mm-hmm. out their coin yeah well you could have told me that beforehand because that changes the story for me yes I don't necessarily want to be dating um, someone that will be struggling with something and yes. I'm not saying whether it's alcoholism or not whatever it is it, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm just saying it's it's teach tea what if it's a really nice guy what if he's a really nice guy on that date?
1: Yeah. Um,
2: what if know, he's a really nice guy? What if he's the gentleman that says... But
1: he didn't say the truth before we got there. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, was it even a question that you asked before you got yes, there?
1: Yes, it is.
2: I mean, when did you ask him?
1: I asked. When him did you way. ask
2: him, hey, do you drink? I usually ask that
1: up, I, I do, ask I, I I up do front. Right? front. Yeah, I okay, do ask that up front. Okay, so
2: maybe some people don't ask that up front.
1: <laughs> so okay, let's talk okay. about the people who don't ask that up okay. front. You should ask you that say, up front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You, I mean, I'm not going to lie because, you know what, I it like it to should. have a lot of drinks. So
0: And, do I. and I, I don't
1: mind somebody not drinking. I yeah. don't care. But tell me before. Do not. It's, it's, for me, I am just not about lying. Don't lie to me. And, and that kind of comes up I with lie. And I get lying. that, however,
2: like for me, I guess I'm different. I say, would you like to meet for... A cup of coffee. Would you like to meet for coffee, or would you like to meet for Baiming. a drink? And uh, you know what? I will
0: meet for coffee, yes, with Bailey's. No, so.
2: <laughs> and it's different. So for me, I don't, I don't ask straightly for a drink because I'm I okay do. with the. And that's good. You know, we're all different, yeah, right? We are. Our all listeners different. are going to be different I as be well. Different. So
1: look, I'm, just, I'm not going to lie to
2: you, and I'm going to, and, and, I, I, and it, you funny to sound
1: super crass right now, but I'm sorry, but I cannot mm-hmm. be with somebody who doesn't drink.
2: And that's good that you said that you straight up. I'm going right? to say it
1: like, I mean, and I know it sounds terrible and this is Jean and I will take it, whatever, however you want to give it, but I can't. No. And I, won't be, I, with somebody, a, and
2: I won't be with somebody who doesn't know how to cook. I'm sorry, but I you're don't. You're right. There does not so wanna we wanna all, be all have so a different... That's true. We're all different. Yes. Absolutely. And and I'm sorry. Too. I don't want
0: to be with someone who has a little dick. Tell you how to get a hold of us, but before she does that, I want to remind you to listen in on our bloopers. We have bloopers at the end of every podcast. So, Vera, take it away. All right, listeners. So, get your phones ready. Okay, so go
2: go on to your Instagram. We are at inside underscore the hive. Give a little bit of time to get to your Facebook. Facebook is inside the hive. Email is inside the hive 2020 at gmail.com and right for this one get your twitter accounts ready on twitter we are at
0: hive underscore inside all right so as you all know make sure you email us also if you're on anchor we've mentioned this before there's a message button at the bottom of the right-hand corner while you're listening to us. Press that. Leave us a voicemail, voice message, and we may play it on our next show. So, alright everyone, join us next oh, week for some hot topics. Every yes. Wednesday, <laughs> new episode! Woo! Woo! Hey, Inside the Hive listeners, we thought it would be great if we shared some of our behind the scenes recording outtakes and bloopers with you. So, right before we end, so it really wasn't the ending, we're going to share a couple of outtakes with you. Hope you enjoy them and see you next week on Wednesday.
2: Oh my God, you're going to make her scream. Okay. Okay. Alright guys, this week's celeb relationship couple.
1: No <laughs> celebrity couple. I've talked kids all day long. What did I just say? I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh, my I like that. She even underlined
0: it. <laughs> she what? Large...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, ready? Right.
1: Okay. Three. <laughs> <laughs> you all need right. a you need a pimp's I'll, <laughs> I'll get over it. I'll
0: get over it. am like. <laughs> oh my god, I truly miss you all Oh right my now. god, I
2: what a plan.